0: This is Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Credit like this Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. We marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out. Pro-wrestling talk by pro-wrestling fans. This is episode number 353. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Also joined here by Dave. You could follow him on Twitter, even though he doesn't tweet. At Rave underscore MO. Collectively, you could just follow us on Twitter at Out. Dave's on there grinding all the time. Dave, how are you doing?
1: I am doing
0: pretty good. Pretty good? Uh yeah, how about yourself? I am doing awesome as always. Uh I mean, you've been home for a week or so. How's that been? It's been good. Been good. Nice and relaxing. Get some R&R in there.
1: Uh catching up on some yeah, you know, living Living the dream.
0: Living La Frida Loca.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know how it is. How about you? How was your week?
0: Uh, my week was was jam packed. It was pretty good. Went nice. to Conan on Wednesday. Which before that even, we went to Dinosaur Barbecue in uh, Harlem. And we pretty much crushed some barbecue. We stayed there for like three and a half hours, <laughs> which is like crazy. I don't. Who does that, right? I've never stayed there for three hours. It was nice, though. It was nice. Well, because my friends ordered this giant barbecue platter for that says it serves four to six people. Mm-hmm. comes with three meats. It came with, uh, I think it was half a chicken, six pieces, I guess, six big pieces. It uh, came with a pound of brisket. It came with... Uh, Let's say a full rack of ribs, maybe. I don't know if it was full or half. Uh, I'm leaning more towards full. Mm-hmm. Uh, cornbread, three sides. So that was a lot of food. I ordered a brisket sandwich. Good pick. Uh, yeah, and it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Good to hear. I'm
1: glad you enjoyed it.
0: And they were like, uh, w- like towards the end of the, the meal, they were like, we're full. We're, we're not eating. We can't eat anymore. I was like, how are you gonna leave all this stuff over? I'm like I'm sitting there scooping out their mac and cheese. I'm like, I'm 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 gonna eat this. I'm not gonna let that go to waste. Alright, yeah, yeah, I, fin- the mac and I cheese finished it. Yeah, I finished their brisket. And uh I guess the only piece of meat that was left over was the uh it was one piece of chicken left. Alright. Yeah. So you, you did you did some work there. <laughs> yeah. And then uh then we went to Conan. Which was, mm-hmm. I mean, it was enjoyable. Um, Bill Clinton was the guest and spoke for, like, 40 minutes, which got cut on TV to, like, 26 minutes, maybe? hmm But, yeah, I mean, it was kind of boring. But it was cool to be in the same room as a president. I, I mean, the only time I could say that previously was with Donald Trump, but he wasn't president yet. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, yeah, so that well, was that was a fun experience. That's cool. Did I, you have to wait a long time outside to um, get it? No. I, we, well, see, the thing is, what I don't understand is why there's a giant line to get into the theater, because it's a ticketed event. Mm-hmm. So you, got, you get there from starting 9 a.m. all the way up to 3.30 p.m., but I assume the, the best seats you get the earlier you show up yeah probably so we showed up around 11-ish or yeah let's say 11-ish and we picked up the tickets we get what we thought we were like oh snap we're right in the front row of the mezzanine it says row one mezzanine lower Uh mezzanine and uh then we we eventually when we got into the building that she goes oh this is this says row i i was like what an idiot like of course like why would why would a row be labeled with numbers like i've never seen that i go to all these events i've never seen a row that was numbered yeah always always letters but that's what i don't understand like when when we came back after dinosaur barbecue there's like the line starting at like near the door wrapped around the whole block Mm -hmm. of people just waiting to get in it's like why like why is it necessary for these people to be waiting online when you like you have a seat you have a guaranteed ticketed seat so but we waited online we got in we went to uh we got i mean i went and bought a poster right away which i i enjoy that conan offers merchandise at these shows uh-huh because outside of stuff like that like if you go to see Jimmy Fallon or Seth Meyers they have merchandise I don't I don't think that they have posters but they have it's the NBC Experience store Uh-huh so it's not exclusive to just them it's just it's it's NBC in general For um Jimmy Kimmel he had like sweatshirts and like mugs and stuff but no poster I'm not going to buy a t-shirt so I appreciate when somebody offers a poster or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. And then, well, and then last night I went to Madison Square Garden to see the Impractical Jokers. And then that was fun. Yeah, that was fantastic, man. It I uh, like I I cry watching them on television. And uh, when they announced Madison Square Garden, I I thought it was a joke. I thought not a joke. I thought it was a mistake. I thought it was supposed to say the theater at Madison Square Garden, because normally they play like the little, the smaller venues, and Madison Square Garden is a gigantic venue. Mm -hmm. And then they, I called up and I was like, "Is this a mistake?" They're like, "No, they're playing the arena." I was like, "Damn, this is awesome," and it was awesome. I went. The the one thing that sucked was the DJ from Hot ninety seven that opened, but well,
1: Peter Rosenberg's employed by them, so no surprise
0: there. Yeah. And then uh, it was cool. Uh, Colin Jost showed up and did a set from SNL. He's the anchor No from clue. SNL. Do you not watch current SNL? No, Michael, don't Michael care Michael Che for and Colin Jost. Because Colin Jost's brother is on Impractical Jokers. He He's like the host of it. Uh, Casey Jost. Yeah, so. so it was fun. It was cool. All right.
1: Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Impractical Jokers, I can never... I I could never see myself having a good time
0: there. I'm just not that I mean, it's a, big it's, of a fan. I mean, here and there they be funny. <laughs>
1: yeah, for some people fun. That what do find you mean for
0: some people? It's a it's a comedy show. They'll go on stage. And it, it, if you're going to a comedy show, you're gonna laugh. Like, how are you not? Like, you're not gonna see. I don't well, well, I mean, know. Some I people
1: should... some people think it's more funny than others. I I just they don't do anything for me. I think well, that it's not TV like they're it's not like they're, they're going
0: there and show. I mean, they are showing clips of their show, but yeah, but they're telling still, they're I... telling jokes and stuff. Yeah,
1: but to me that they're it's hit or miss with with them. I could yeah, but else. you've
0: never seen them do stand up, is what I'm saying. No, but I don't really care to. But I'm but you can't to. say that you that they wouldn't make you laugh. You've never seen them. Their TV show is all right. It's. I think it's more than alright, but. Hey, we're all
1: led to opinions. Yeah,
0: but your opinion's not really so great here, so. Uh, obviously.
1: <laughs>
0: obviously. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because it's so, a damn good show. Yeah. All right. Well, there's some wrestling to talk about. <laughs> uh, outside the ring, news being reported: Rockstar Spud is 100% coming to the WWE. Once paperwork and medical clearance and all that fun stuff. Um. Yeah, nothing
0: really else to say about that one. Yeah, I guess cruiserweight division. Look out for him, maybe. Hopefully he makes... I don't know. I can't
1: see him bypassing NXT.
0: I don't know. Time will tell, but... uh, A bunch of releases from Impact. They just keep rolling. Uh, Bram was granted his release. So... Ascension, yeah. 2012? twelve? Two thousand eighteen.
1: Only if he promises not to assault the cop. Then, yeah. that, then he can, he's welcome to come back.
0: Well, I mean, um, he hasn't assaulted one in quite some time, so... Yeah. Um, Other releases then, from Impact? You had Brian Stifler, Earl Hebner, leaving Impact with no referees for Bound for Glory.
1: Yeah, hopefully <sighs> Stifler just... Like, goes to a different job.
0: Like how crazy how crazy is that players. that it just like lined up that all referees just left impact at the same time. I would assume that there was a little bit more behind
1: this like that they obviously pick and chose when they were leaving the company. Nobody like if it was wrestle like before WrestleMania, obviously you know when the pay-per-view is and everything. I think that they intentionally left at that time to kind of mess over the company.
0: And and it's like position. it's weird though, because it's like for referees, like where like really there's where do you go from there?
1: Oh no, they started Like if you're if you're not
0: going to Ring of Honor, like you, you can't just like do indie dates. That's not a thing. Like nobody should be paying you. No. Hebner Earl Hebner's gonna be doing he's probably gonna well, be. Well Hebner's, kind Hebner's, of Hebner's like, set. It, Hebner's gonna, set anyway. He has merchandise yeah. from WWE you're, that he sold, so
1: You're gonna have that entire what is it? Uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine and Andrew Andrews deal, where Earl's gonna drag Brian Stifler all over the place and get him booked.
0: Brian Hebner, yeah, Hebner. He's
1: gonna get him booked uh, because of being associated with Earl Hebner. And to be honest, nobody's gonna care at all. Uh, Stifler's gonna make some money. Hebner's gonna make Earl Hebner's gonna make more money. And you're, it's you're, just going to be...
0: You're confusing people. people. What? Brian Hebner is a person. Okay. You're you're talking about Stifler and Hebner. Is
1: it Stifler Hebner's kid?
0: No, that's Brian Hebner.
1: Oh, is he still with the company?
0: No, we reported last week that he left.
1: Alright, so then I'll, I'll maintain that. I maintain that they'll travel together.
0: And you're going to have a Greg... Valentine and Andrew no, but Andrew's people are going to still want to meet Earl Hebner and Brian Hebner. Like that's not, I don't think anybody's going no, out of their way. One hundred percent, if Brian. they have them at a convention, people are going to want to meet them.
1: Brian Hebner is going to be dragged
0: along by Earl Hebner. No, people are going to want to meet Beatbox and Brian. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, dude. He all was right. John Cena's beatboxer, Spanky's beatboxer.
1: Nah, well, it's it, they left uh, TNA with a really bottom barrel of referees that they had to really scrunch up at the last moment. And I think that it impacted, uh, no pun intended, uh, the action in the ring at times. I mean, you had some referees no-selling, it seemed, some of the maneuvers.
0: like Yeah, but you have to understand something. Like, that was their first big thing. Oh that yeah, but, first, like pay like your first event is pay per view. Yeah, but even still, and I then mean, your next event is a, TV like that, dude. There, come on, that's crazy.
1: Oh, it's totally crazy, but it doesn't mean that you're any good. I mean, you had people there was like people doing a suplex or a huge impact move, and there was Again, referees just <laughs> and there were just yeah, I know, and there was just referees just like pretty much standing there. Here and there, they would throw their arms up in the air. But really, staying very stagnant, we're in position. And it's like, you're not going to react to anything going on. Okay, yeah, no. That's, hey, props to you. Well, not everybody, everybody could be, uh, be Corey Price. Davey, David. Yeah, not everybody could be Corey Price. But, you know. Sammy Callahan made his Impact debut. Uh, joining OVE. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs debuted as well, and Santino was in the crowd.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, writing was pretty much on the wall with Callahan joining OVE mm-hmm. with uh, the Chris brothers. So and yeah. Jimmy Jacobs. It'd be stupid not to get him. He's he's yeah. what's in.
1: I I think he's gonna be. I'm curious to see how long until Jimmy Jacobs fades out, though. You know, I think he's going to have his, like, time in the sun. But I, I can't see it really, the hype lasting for forever.
0: Well, I mean, he's wrestling. He's going to be wrestling soon, so. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. I saw he was announced to wrestle Joey Janela. Yeah, in December. So mm. that's going to be cool. Something that was awkward, On Bound for Glory was an Alberto El Patron promo. Oh man, yeah, blaming Impact and the media for his suspension. (laughs) Whoever gave him the mic in
1: and go on this is just an idiot. Total, especially with all the assault uh, cases being brought up in Hollywood currently, and and rape cases and all this. Uh, awful stuff going on you're going to give someone the mic to dispute uh, what took place I mean whether it's correct or incorrect or whether the report the police were reporting accurate information or and the news was accurate you're still going to have them dispute it on television come really that is just idiotic stupid and poor Piss poor.
0: Yeah, I don't, I I have no idea who would, I, I don't understand how you could, like, have somebody go on and, like, trash your company, like, give you, like, oh, yeah, you're cool to say that we were wrong.
1: That's like, that's like giving Harvey Weinstein a mic at an awards show and saying, hey, you know what, tell them that they're, that they're wrong, that it was, it wasn't the, it wasn't your fault. Go for it you're you're gonna be all right, you know you got this harvey go out there you just really play it up as if it's not your fault and make make everyone else the victim i mean make your make yourself the victim you'll it's gonna work out perfect harvey where does that make sense like I don't understand as i I just don't i I just don't understand the logic
0: well speaking of sense um Something that was kind of debated back and forth between people was the fact that Gail Kim defeated Allie and now former champion Sienna at Bound for Glory. She uh, won the championship. She retired that night going out as champion. Um, people aren't. I mean, some, I'm, I'm fine with her winning the championship and retiring as champion. Other people are. Kind of questioning as to why she didn't put over younger talent.
1: I think that it did. not Trish retire as champion.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think but that like is I, one I of mean, those... Gail Kim is like she's one of the best professional wrestlers of our time. So
1: yeah, but not every. I think it goes back to the entire Trish Stratus comparison with wrest uh, in ring wrestling legacy wise, and I feel like because Trish retired with the championship. Um, I feel like TNA was just like, you know what, Gail should have the same send off. And I think that it's just
0: it's stupid. Granted, I mean, Trisha's retirement match wasn't against two newbies. Yeah. It was it was Lita. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, but what can you do? Uh, James Storm gave a farewell speech at the Impact tapings. What's the deal with
0: that? Uh, I don't know. I guess it's, I guess he's leaving Impact. I guess maybe, uh, I mean, only we can only speculate. For whatever reason, NXT didn't work out then. Maybe it'll work out now. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think, know. honestly, I think I would much rather see Beer Money in WWE than have Bobby Roode doing the single stuff. Unfortunately, at the current time, that seems to be the deal, that Beer Money would be a
1: better option for Bobby Roode. I mean, they're not using him properly, but let's see what happens at Survivor Series. I mean, he's a part of that team, so let's see how they use him. Knowing WWE, he may end up being the first person eliminated in that match, if it's an, it's an <laughs> elimination, right?
0: Yeah, it's a Survivor Series he, match.
1: Yeah, he he... It's very possible he's going to be the first person eliminated, especially being on SmackDown, and I'm still maintaining that entire Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, going to be messing them over, costing the match. Um, Evan Page, uh, Ethan Page debuted at Impact under the name Chandler Park. Chandler is,
0: Park? Yeah, oh, no, Joseph
1: Park's impression.
0: brother. Uh, yeah, so it's awesome that Ethan Page is in Impact Wrestling. Um, gimmicks though i don't know
1: i you know we hope that joseph park was never going to be seeing the light of day on television again but what what do we know we're just
0: two fans (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh some big news that happened this week kenny omega defeated trent at new japan pro wrestling power struggle he retained the iwgp united states championship and proceeded to cut a promo afterwards about how he defeated everybody which it always it's like for whatever reason it always surprises me to hear Kenny Omega speaking Japanese uh huh cuz like why cuz i mean I, I mean i it shouldn't surprise me because he's been over there long enough that like you need to know the language to really live there yes yeah. but uh it's just, I just know that if I if I was in the same position, I just I know I wouldn't be able to learn. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to learn it, which is you like never, that's what. Say that again. No, I was gonna say you never know. No, I like I was so bad in Spanish. Well, he's also learning it for his career. Yeah, but even still, if I had to learn Spanish for my career, I I couldn't. I can't learn Spanish. I already tried that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was awful at it, and uh, yeah, so. So he he cut his promo about how he's defeated everybody. Lights go out, video screen comes on, and it's Chris Jericho. Yeah, um,
1: huge swerve for everyone in in the pro wrestling community. Nobody was expecting Chris Jericho. Although Dave Meltzer said he was expecting it. Of course, because Meltzer's the
0: <laughs> the, best, the biggest smark of them all, and he knows the ins and outs of everything. But which, I guess everybody was maybe expecting that their words on Twitter would lead to a, a match on the the wrestle vessel.
1: I mean, I, the Jericho
0: cruise, but uh, that's not the case.
1: I don't know. I I told you when it first came up that like you brought up that I the that
0: they were going back and forth with each other, and I. Took, um, said, no, no, always Dave's. Always Dave's that, that know stuff, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look who's talking, you, you dude. You just shot down Meltzer. Look who's, you just look shot who's, down Meltzer, and then you're like, I'm Dave, and I knew this before you did. Well, I never said
1: that. I just said that it seemed like a work, especially because they were both – he was just interviewing him on his podcast. Yeah. So there's really no reason for – let me have you on my podcast, and now I'm going to bash you. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, I, if you want to give me an, an open mic, I'll bash Dave Meltzer for an entire hour. You
0: don't the need guys, to bash Dave Meltzer. Who,
1: he's such an uber mark for the past century, and he has no. I I don't think he has any claim to glory that he he shouldn't be put on that pedestal. He's just as good as any other news site on the on the yeah, internet. But didn't, right
0: didn't you already give Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho eight stars?
1: I did. No, I said four out of ten. Four out of ten. Yeah, four
0: out of ten. Yeah. Um, But, like, mm -hmm. then it was like a whole uproar, did Vince McMahon know? And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if Vince McMahon knew, but his Twitter account wished wished, a happy birthday to Chris Jericho. Maybe it's like, happy birthday, pal. Happy birthday. Let that sink in. Maybe. But all I know is that Chris Jericho better be at Barclays Center for the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. When is that? January 22nd, 2018.
1: Well, I am going to assume that's a big
0: no. Hard, worth no. What do you mean? Why not? I don't know. I, no clue. Chris Jericho, I mean, he was a huge part of Monday Night Raw. I don't know. The 20, who, who cares? I care. I'm going. <laughs> I don't know. I, what I don't do you mean 25 years is a big thing?
1: I feel like they do an anniversary of something on Monday Night Raw, giving them some reason to go back or what do, you do mean? some retro what are you stuff. About?
0: They did the 20th anniversary four four years ago now <laughs> because that was 20 years because that's a big thing. 25 is a big year. It's like birthdays, I, don't you know?
1: Don't you, you know? I'm still not cele- to
0: care. You celebrate one through. 13, not 14, not 15, 16 is a big one. 17, no, you, you celebrate. 18, not 19, not 20. 21, you celebrate. 22, 23, 24, no, nothing. 25, you celebrate. And then after 25, it's 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. And then once you get to 90, it's 91, 92, 93. It's every year. So uh,
1: I don't know I'm, I know I'm not gonna really care that much We'll see what happens when that day comes but as of now I, you're I like my
0: god there. it's happening Damien Demento is back yeah right <laughs> you're like freaking out you're like I can't believe what I'm seeing my eyes are crying and by my I mean yours mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you yeah. sound you sound like that now but like come <laughs> January 22nd and you're like my God.
1: Yeah, we'll
0: see. No, we will see. Yeah.
1: So Jericho has an upcoming special on the Travel Channel, airing November 17th at 11pm, called The Legend of... with Chris Jericho.
0: Yeah, that's a weird title, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I guess he's going to be looking for like treasure and stuff from Butch Cassidy, I think it said.
1: Interesting.
0: But it's like, where did he find the time to film a travel channel show?
1: Uh, I don't know. I I don't know, Brandon.
0: Yeah. Uh, And then other big news that happened this week was Triple H making a surprise appearance at the ICW show in uh, the United Kingdom alongside Pete Dunne. Yeah, huge surprise. I mean... They've been I, working with ICW, so yeah, kind of like a, a huge surprise. But you never expect, and they were already overseas. Yeah, but it's still it's still pretty big that. I mean, you you, you don't go to an, an indie show and expect Triple H.
1: No, I'm sure the fans and audience were going nuts. Uh, I, I mean, I I know I would, and I'm sure every fan uh, of the any any pro wrestling fan would go. Excuse me, would go crazy uh, yeah, I mean, you if that's a place.
0: You went crazy just hearing his music.
1: I I know. So <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. But now, I'm mean, I'm kind of curious if WWE is funneling money to any of these companies. Kind of like how they did with E C W. Yeah. Back in the day, I wouldn't put it I, I mean Screw maybe that. They, be,
0: if they're already successful, they're already successful. They don't need my well, money. Well, they're not as successful as they can be. I mean, but, they, I'm sure they could always use extra money. Yeah, but you're, you have them. I mean, you're already putting on all these events, so you don't need more money. Until well, I the mean, day comes the where you funneling If WWE is funneling money to them, it's also a way
1: to disperse that money, and it's also a way to maybe get a hold of, maybe they're trying to get a, grip, uh, a hold of the video archive that these promotions have, but I wouldn't, I'm I'm just curious if they're funneling money to them. That's it. I don't know.
0: Uh, some Uh, other news that hit the internet this week that sent everybody in an uproar. Wait, is this what? Is that legit? What you have? Yeah. What are you kidding me? No. (laughs) Was, uh, Sean P Diddy, Puff Daddy, Puff, Puffy. Uh, Sean Combs was going to change his name to Brother Love. And everybody tweeted him about Bruce Pritchard. so he's no longer changing it to Brother Love and claimed it was just a joke. Uh, And he goes, if you want to still call me Love or Brother Love, you can. But it was a joke, according to him. But no, I don't think it was a joke. I think he was really going to change his name, because he's infamous for changing his name, as I just listed off. How many names was that? Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy, Puff, Puffy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, some surprise announcement taking place for San Antonio, Texas's uh, Ring of Honor Survival of the Fittest is that Stephen Amell is going to be appearing. That is awesome. Is he going to be joining the Bullet Club? or You know
1: what? I I think he there's a really good chance that he joins Bullet Club. I mean, everybody knows about his history with Cody Rhodes. And now that they're not WWE or anything like that, I, I could see Stephen Amell getting involved in Cody's match and then potentially swerving the entire uh, crowd and joining Cody
0: Rhodes, helping him win the match and
1: aligning himself
0: with Bullet Club. Like there's already enough members that they don't need a Dennis Rodman. I I think that Stephen and Mel
1: I'm fine with it.
0: Bullet not not itself, to say Dennis Rodman wasn't good in the NWO. I thought he was. Yeah,
1: but there's just a I mean, good. actually there's not that much of a difference. Both NWO and Bullet Club are at that same point where they've already both peaked. I think both have already peaked and now it's just a, a slow downwards. Downward
0: slope. Now it's moving more towards the shield. (laughs) The shield becoming bullet club. Yeah, now the shield is becoming
1: the the shield is becoming the bullet club of WWE now. Packing
0: on members, starting with Kurt Angle, moving on to Triple H, moving back to Kurt Angle for uh, a live event, and then moving to Samoa Joe. Yeah, uh, yeah. I,
1: I, I get it. Live crowd loves it. The little kids in the audience go nuts for it.
0: But come I on. just I don't understand because Joe, they're trying to make out this dominant heel, and the Shield aren't heels, so I don't understand that. I am
1: fine with because they did it to Xavier Woods. Smack that goes back to what we spoke about last week: SmackDown versus Raw. SmackDown versus Raw is larger than your personal feuds, unless your name is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Nah. Pierce Morgan, though. Corey yeah. Graves. Yeah, Corey Graves made a comment on uh, Monday Night Raw about Pierce Morgan. Uh, a little negative, but I guess it was about Enzo. And Pierce Morgan replied on Twitter, saying, aren't you the guy that couldn't wrestle and decided to become a bad commentator? And then he also brought Heath Slater down in it with him which wasn't good he was like I'm John Cena and y'all Heath Slater and it's like bro you don't gotta put down Heath Slater, Heath Slater's awesome yeah Uh, Pierce
1: Morgan I really don't know much of I just know that he's not too uh, not many people like him
0: I just know him from Celebrity Apprentice
1: yeah I know him from the news but that's it Upcoming indie news on the 17th, House of Hardcore 34, St. James, New York, Elimination Tag Team Match, Tommy Dreamer, Shane Douglas, and Super Crazy, and
0: Little Guido taking on Joey Mercury, Nick Aldis, and the squad. Going to be seeing a three-way dance between Matt Cross, Petey Williams, and a mystery opponent making their House of Hardcore debut. Hold on. Wait, wait. Alex Reynolds is not in this match? Yeah, well, maybe it's, it'll be masked Alex
1: Reynolds. I i mean, Petey Williams is in this three-way dance. Alex Reynolds has to be in this match. There's no way that he is not in a House of Hardcore match that doesn't involve Petey Williams.
0: You're also going to be seeing Billy Gunn taking on MVP. Austin Aries is going to be making his return to House of Hardcore. The Luchasaurus makes his, I think, debut there. Yeah. Uh, Hot Young Briley going to be there and so much more. So check that out. Long Island, St. James, New York, House of Hardcore 34. Uh, On the 18th, taking place in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the ECW Arena, House of Hardcore 35. Going to be seeing a first blood match between Joey Mercury and Tommy Dreamer. You got Nick Aldis taking on Billy Goon. The squad will be taking on Little Guido and Super Crazy. Yeah, with uh, Sally. Yeah. Uh, Matt Cross taking on Petey Williams. And a mystery three-way dance featuring three superstars making their House of Hardcore Philadelphia debut. Ah. Austin Aries is going to be there. MVP. Shane Douglas, Bull James, Hot Young, Briley, Luchasaurus, and more. I can see someone from, like, the kingdom
1: making their debut you know like Vinnie Marseglia or someone like that he yeah. could uh, you know anything is possible
0: yeah um yeah so, so we're going to be taking a quick break right now and we'll be right back here on marking out this is the innovator of violence Tommy dreamer and you're listening to marking out welcome back to marking out episode number 353 let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which opened up with the must see. What is it? The most see TV.
1: Most, must see. Must most, see. Most must, must see, seen
0: most, TV. Most uh, TV. Well, sorry, Ms. But it opened up with Ms. TV. Uh, speaking about Baron Corbin, and then introduced Kurt Angle, and he like. Basically put all the blame for what happened to Daniel Bryan with Kane last week on Kurt Angle. And Kurt really didn't deny it. No. Uh, if he, I, he got fired up a bit, though. And he blamed Kurt Angle for what Braun Strowman did as well last week. And then Kurt Angle made Miz versus Braun Strowman, which is like, it's not, not really a great match to set. If you want like you know your job is on the line at Survivor Series, so wouldn't you want all your 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 whole roster healthy? I
1: I would think so, but then but this goes back into that entire I feel like you would be okay with this though. Because it's putting really? a story yeah, because it's putting a storyline ahead of the bigger of scene the, no of the SmackDown versus of the North
0: storyline. Yeah. Yeah, but what's the storyline? Kurt Angle just just keeps getting pissed off at people and putting making random matches. Yeah. That's not a storyline, that's Kurt Angle abusing power. Abusing power. Guitar on a pole Oh, he
1: sets up Braun versus uh, Miz later on. Guitar on a pole match, Jason Jordan picked up the victory over Elias. Which uh, being, so made zero sense. This is – this. I you would think that after that kendo stick on a pole match that WWE would learn that maybe having something on a pole match and the person taking that item down, maybe that should be the end of the match or the other person. That should, it should
0: 100%. Be, that should either be the end of the match or – It should be illegal should, for the other person to yeah. – Jason Jordan should have been disqualified. That makes no sense. It's the first person who gets the item on the pole is the one who's allowed to use it. Yeah. So I mean, Jason Jordan wasn't the first person to get it. Elias gets it. And the crowd loves it. Goes to hit Jason Jordan with it. He ducks it, gets it out of his hand, smacks it over Elias, and then wins. Since when is that an instant DQ? I mean, since when is that an instant win?
1: You know, it's like I, the first
0: person who uses the item. I thought it was the first person who gets it, you gets to use it,
1: right? Anything on the pole, you assume that once you take it down, you win the match, and then maybe after you can use it on your opponent as a little bit of heat to get over. Um, I mean, re- regardless, that's one pro wrestling com slash marking out. Uh, Elias isn't going to be getting that getting heat, especially overseas. But you would think that it would it should be illegal for Jason Jordan to use that.
0: I just don't – I also – I just don't understand how it's like the first person who – he uses it and then wins. That makes no sense. Well, Yeah. It should be like he uses it and then pins him and wins.
1: I – it makes
0: zero sense to me. Zero sense. But Jason Jordan should have 100% been disqualified for that. Yeah. And uh, – Making matters even less sensical. Later on, Jason Jordan, speaking of Kurt Angle backstage, Angle's like, you know what? You're my son. I'm putting you on the winning team. And puts which, him on this Survivor Series team.
1: Which I we could have predicted that he was going to be included. That's the most up.
0: ridiculous thing.
1: It's. I understand that you're trying to build up Jason Jordan. You're trying it's to make him. It's not working.
0: It, Matt Hardy no. should have
1: been on the team. No, Would've it's been way not better. working. It's not working. Uh, Jason Jordan, it may be pushing too soon or just not the right way. But it's just not working. Because you're – what is he going to do? He's going to be in this match.
0: He'll be the first eliminated or something. It's you like K- Kane makes more sense on, on the team than than Jason Jordan. You want somebody dominant, you put Kane on your team. Yeah. Well –
1: uh, talking about Dominant, Asuka, she picked up the victory over Stacy
0: Coates. Um uh, second week in a row that Asuka's defeating Stacy. Stacy C. Stacy C. Yeah. Oh yeah, both, both
1: were Stacy Cs. Yeah. So Asuka, it's like she's like the Terminator coming back for like Sarah Connor's, you know? Uh, SC. Yeah, SC. But yeah, nothing really else to say about that one. No, but I mean, but. she was she she was included in that uh that Survivor Series match. I don't know if that was announced yet.
0: Yeah, she got Actually, added. Actually, uh, that's
1: later. It. Yeah, she got added to that. So,
0: uh but Titus O'Neil versus Samoa Joe didn't happen because Samoa Joe attacked uh Titus O'Neil and Apollo Crews on the entrance ramp. And then issued an open challenge. And of course, who else was going to answer that? Ben Balor. Yeah, and then that led into the match. I, and I that I like even before that though. I don't even. I just don't understand why you need to cut down Titus Worldwide.
1: Well, when uh, has Titus Titus Worldwide been large? I hate that it's not a Titus brand anymore. By the way, yeah, but they're
0: worldwide I, now.
1: Yeah, I, I still think that it may be because of the Baller brand that they because that was the same week that they changed
0: it i think that they that that played a factor it could be but now that guy's getting arrested for shoplifting so no way really <laughs> you didn't see that Oh, the the young son uh-huh the one that was overseas i guess playing in china i think it was the one that that that
1: not lonzo ball yeah the no, other not
0: lonzo the other yeah one. the other one yeah uh-huh he got arrested for shoplifting overseas or no i think in china oh man all right well best of
1: luck to you you want to act like a idiot that's what happens
0: well
1: all right uh, finn balor slow joe
0: they they were homeschooled or what
1: i think so yeah
0: it was Leangelo ball
1: yeah well i mean you heard what came out of his mouth when they were on raw i mean just stupid very stupid. I uh, got no sympathy.
0: That wasn't actually. That was a different one, was it? Yeah, that was Lamelo. No, eh, still stupid. So I well, guess it runs in the family of stupidityness.
1: Yeah, which I isn't think maybe a word, maybe, but... maybe Lonzo <laughs> maybe Lonzo Ball is the smartest one because I feel like he doesn't run his mouth as
0: much as the rest of them. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I don't. I've never heard the others run their mouth. Well, I've heard. L- lamello do it dad. i've heard lon uh what's his name dad lamar uh yeah i've heard him do it lonzo just seemed like i don't want to be here dad <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to be yeah. here with you he's dad. just like he's just like dad you really you, you you're messing
1: up my basketball career could you please please stop please <laughs> I, I want to be Michael Jordan. You're not you're not letting me yeah, be Yeah, my...
0: so I don't understand why it was Titus O'Neal and Apollo Cruz. I think it could have been Kurt Hawkins getting destroyed I, by the Joe.
1: Once again, you like I think last week we spoke about Kurt Hawkins being in a spot oh, I think it was the same thing, right? With Apollo Cruz last week. I think we mentioned Apollo Cruz didn't have to be in a certain match and to pick up the loss that that could have been for Kurt. Uh, Curt Hawkins. Yeah,
0: like uh, it, this, like it didn't. It could have even been a match where, like, a five second match where Samoa Joe just like instantly dominates Hawkins and he goes, "I want a challenge. I want a, a real fight. I'm, I'm issuing an open challenge." And then whoosh, Finn Balor comes out and everyone pops overseas or whatever. Not even. It doesn't even it,
1: have it, to be that. It could. It could have just been. It could have conti- You could have continued it through by having. Kurt Hawkins get on the mic say I'm going to uh, in what is it in, induct you into the whatever he does and then they have the match really quickly Samojo picks up the victory gets back on the mic like you said and then but then says is, this is a joke this is not the competition that I was expecting throws down the mic in anger and then leaves carrying it forward
0: to the next week for Balor oh, versus no, Joe no that's stupid because they set up the team Alright. So Well and anyway, Balor off the ramp. Yeah, Balor versus Joe ended up in a double count out. Yeah, they fought up the ramp and that was. It's like the, was the match the match was good, but like maybe I was just like tired of it due to NXT and I couldn't really get into it. I I liked I liked the ending where all hell broke loose, but I don't know, it just wasn't doing it for me then. No, I, I, this is I will be honest.
1: I watched I watched uh, a little bit of the Miz, I watched the guitar on the Pole match, Asuka. and then once it came to Titus and uh, Balor versus Joe, I was just like, you know what? I, I'd rather watch Shark Tank right now. I think I turned on Shark Tank instead um, or, or the Food network. I, I just didn't care. did not care at all.
0: Uh, next up, you had and, Bailey. Yeah, and then yeah. Kurt Angle came out and made that announcement.
1: Yeah, um, I want Banks.
0: both of you on our team.
1: Bye. Uh, yeah, uh, Bailey and Banks picked up the victory over Fox and Nia Jax. Fox uh, tapping out to Banks again. Yeah, and then she gets on the mic saying she needs Banks on
0: the team. So I, I did like that. I think it would have been better if Bailey won the match. Um, by defeating Alicia Fox, and then having Alicia Fox be like, I need Sasha Banks on Team Raw. Because then that adds kind of like in a little injection of conflict between Bailey and Sasha. All right. I like that idea. I
1: like that idea. Because it's
0: like, well, I just picked up the victory for the team. Why does she want you and not me? But they announced that for next week, the last spot on the team is... A triple threat match between Dana Brooke, Mickie James, and Bailey, which at this point is just stupid.
1: I think the Bailey train is going to be fading. I don't know when or how long, but I feel like it's it has been, and I feel like it's going to fade.
0: Regardless to prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out, just bring back Paige next week. Braun
1: Strowman picked up the victory over The Miz in a
0: non-title match. Miz tries at disqualification. Bringside.
1: Yes, DQ. Uh via Kane. Kane yeah, came out. Well,
0: Mr. Raj tried to get involved first. Strowman stopped that right away. And then uh
1: Kane. Yeah, but uh Braun ended up rocking Kane with the running power slam. And then Mr. Mistraj tried to attack uh Braun from behind, but that didn't really go too well. Yeah, so but Braun in still. In the middle of that, be-
0: Kane just where'd he go? He just like
1: I think he just away.
0: He just like disappeared. Yeah, he 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 disappeared.
1: Uh Enzo Amore, he hit the mic, hit the ring, started cutting a promo but was interrupted by Kalisto. And then Kalisto, you think that maybe he has a match or something or he's going to have a uh, converse with him in the ring, but he goes and sits at ringside.
0: Kurt Angle then comes out. No, no, and- no, 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 no. Pete Dunn's music hits. Yes, yes, yes. Pete Dunn's entrance video hits. The crowd pops. Definitely the biggest pop of the night. And then Kurt Angle comes out and goes, oh, by the way, here's Pete Dunn. How stupid is that? I do not what understand What a stupid that. debut for Pete Dunn only because of Kurt Angle's involvement there.
1: That's like, that's like having the Y2J countdown go to zero have Jericho's name appear on the Titantron, and then Vince come out and be like,
0: "Yeah, by the, way, by the
1: way, here's Kurt Angle, uh, uh, Chris Jericho." Like and that was the
0: dumbest like, thing I've ever seen. Yeah, you, you don't need Kurt Angle to put over Pete Dunne. He's already he's already over. You had the 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 loudest pop of the night ruined by somebody else that wasn't that superstar coming out. Yeah, made no it,
1: sense. It, it's like I mean, for, because for that hot second. Everybody sees Kurt Angle, you're like, oh wait, maybe maybe he's not coming up. Maybe it's just a swerve. And then he comes out and it's just like, wait, what what? Why?
0: Why would you have Dunn's music cut off Enzo, get a huge pop, and then have Angle come out? I mean, let's not forget, like, okay, like, I mean I wouldn't know his entrance theme or anything like that. But it's already established his entrance videos there. Like, yeah, his entrance video says Pete Dunn. Like It's like it's it's like it's an already established thing that with his music, with his his entrance videos being there, you don't need Kurt Angle to be like, oh, by the way, people know who he is. It's like it's like the WWE doesn't realize
1: that people, the fan base knows who these UK wrestlers are. People know and recognize, especially in the UK. I know people recognize Pete Dunne. There's no reason to to do that. Okay, maybe if you had Critting come out first, but to have the entrance theme and the, the the Tron go, I mean, it really makes no sense. But this led into a non title match,
0: Peak Dunn picking up the victory over Enzo Amori. Um which is a rare hometown win type of thing.
1: Yeah, so now where is this what is this gonna do?
0: It's is a one off type of thing, I'm sure.
1: Like, but are we so we're gonna go into Monday Night Raw next week? And we're ne- we're probably not going to see Pete Dunne on RAW for a very long time again.
0: Like this I was- mean it was already announced that he's facing Johnny Gargano for the United Kingdom Championship at NXT Takeover before NXT Takeover, which Another makes no group. sense. That's UK, so stupid.
1: This UK Championship is really getting getting nothing. I mean, like
0: it, it, what I don't understand is like if if you're going to have non UK guys now competing for the UK championship, why were there non UK why wouldn't there have been like US guys in the in the UK championship tournament? Well I'm, I'm, I that doesn't
1: bother me. I mean that doesn't bother Yeah, it does it doesn't bother me at all that they're having non UK wrestlers compete for the UK championship.
0: I mean if, but if I just if you, if you look at the US championship you're gonna say it's like the same thing? I, well, I was going to say that with that and the European, but then – But it's like the UK championship has been like a flop. They're not, they've are not; they done nothing with well, it. Well, that's
1: – yeah. Well, well, I was going to say that they didn't have a tournament using just U.S. guys or just European guys. But in general, I think that it's just p- a poorly booked title that I don't think that they're giving enough credit to.
0: Especially to have it like, oh, here's this huge match announcement. By the way, it's on the dark. It's on – as a dark match on the pre-show. Not even it's
1: pre-show. It's kind of – it's kind of like the Cruiserweight title where it's taking them so long to recognize that it is a, it does have a lot of potential. But they're just not – it's like they don't believe in the UK title or the Cruiserweight title to give them I that. Think, I the think time. what they
0: were waiting for was the UK TV show that looks like – I don't know if it's happening or not happening. But clearly nothing's happening. Get those guys on NXT. Get them on 205 Live. Do something. Pete, Pete Dunne should be on Monday Night Raw. They should be I mean, at every NXT takeover with at least two matches. The UK
1: title shouldn't even, I, The UK title should be a main sta- a main roster title.
0: There's yeah. no reason yeah. it should Move be it on Smackdown. NXT. Move it to SmackDown.
1: Yeah, these people like. There's no reason to hype them up on NXT when they are all well established and everything. You've put them on. You've had a, a, a pay per view or whatever you call it. Just strictly using them. I mean, you have Triple H putting over Pete Dunne so heavily from ICW to the tweets that he puts out. You know that Pete Dunne is probably one of his boys. Put him on the main roster. It's just stupid. Tyler Bate and Trent Seven can do a lot on that main roster in the tag team division. But um, WWE Raw tag team title on the line. Cesaro and Sheamus picking up the victory over the Shield to become the new champions. Which, so much happening during this match. It didn't
0: make sense, though. The, the 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 victory didn't make sense. But you saying so much happened during this. Seth Rollins, yeah. he was the Bella Buster. <laughs> Which I thought that tweet was hilarious that somebody tweeted that to him. And he goes, it'll always be the X Factor to me. Yeah. Which, that was weird that he pulled that move out. But, but uh, I enjoyed the match. Yeah,
1: it was a good match. New Day ended up coming out mid-match through the crowd. Uh, started to cut a promo. Kurt. Then it cuts to mid-promo. <laughs> it cuts to Kurt Angle backstage walking the, with Slater the and the Rhino. Raw
0: roster is like the like, what is it? The, what's that Broadway show? Uh, the, they did it for the Raw. West Rumble. Side Story. Yeah, they were like West Side Story, like with an angry mob or whatever, just like walking. Kind of like, and like they're, every or,
1: or Beauty and the Beast. They're like. Like Kurt Angle's guest on getting a little mob together to get the beast. It looked I mean, honestly though
0: it looked it looked more like the the Emmys opening that Jimmy Fallon did with it. Yeah. They sang "Born to Run" because it was like as they would walk, like random spots, people would just come from like the left and the right. Weird. Yeah,
1: I mean, then he sees Braun. He's like, "You go that way. We're gonna go to the ring." And then like it just and then during all of this,
0: you had New Day retreat. Raw chase after, but. No, Raw um, didn't even chase after, though. Raw comes after. out into the arena bowl. People pop, whatever, and then New Day, they were just there. Yeah, New Day bail, and then
1: Bro kick to Rollins, and Sheamus picks up the victory for them.
0: Like, I'm fine, and which I guess it sets up S.H.I.E.L.D. versus New Day at Survivor Series. Like, I see this um, as a. Yeah. As, as a what?
1: I see this as a victory for SmackDown in a way, especially for New Day. I see this as a victory for them. Even though, like, like, clearly New Day is not going over the Shield. I, you know, I still... That's not happening. That's not happening. I see that this is as a victory for SmackDown because, yes, Cesaro Sheamus is still raw, but they took the titles away from the Shield. But the thing that I don't like about this is I was really looking forward to Usos Usos versus the Shield (laughs) and hoping that the Shield would... Put over Usos, but... It's
0: like, it's... Yeah, yeah, it's stupid
1: that... Now we're going to see Shield versus New Day, which I just... I... You could have done that down the line. It didn't have to be at this. I think Usos versus Shield would have been a better
0: match. I think it's... that The factor is, is where do you put the bar? Where do you put the Shield? Where do you put Roman Reigns?
1: Well, now you have the bar versus Usos.
0: Right, but... Before that, if it was Shield versus Usos... Well, like I, we said, there's only it, there's only so much on that raw team.
1: If you think about it, they're going to end. The reason why they put New Day versus the Shield is because raw, uh, Reigns hasn't come
0: back yet, which they announced he's coming back next week. See, that's stupid.
1: In my mind, I'm thinking that all right, you have three on two right now. Pay per view takes place. You have three on two. You're not waiting the pay-per-view you for the pay per view for that. That's out. dumb. Okay, whatever. If you say so
0: but i like i just think all these championship matches that they're doing last minute is stupid Where? especially since it's a pay-per-view build as champion versus champion it just doesn't make sense like oh let's change it last minute which we definitely see come tuesday or well hopefully tuesday, last hopefully tuesday.
1: hopefully one of these title matches isn't the kickoff like the bar
0: i don't think that Any of these matches, none of those title matches should be on the kickoff. I agree with you. Not even the Cruiserweight Championship should be on the the kickoff. I agree, but, you know. Uh, Next
1: up, let's talk about some SmackDown. Uh, Yeah,
0: Shane McMahon opening again.
1: Uh, I think there's
0: enough matches. There's seven matches announced for Survivor Series right now. Yeah, that's fine. Then, I guess you add an eighth. Match, maybe, maybe that cruiserweight match would go. Maybe they're
1: gonna set up. Uh, I don't know. I would say UK versus cruiserweight division.
0: That's what it looked like they could have done, but not I with mean, not with the actual title match. No, not a title match, but
1: you could you could have had that done versus Enzo on the pay per view. And just set that up for that night, you know? Yeah.
0: But uh, Shane, Shane was talking about Raw being under siege. And uh, he brought out New Day to thank them for what they did. And dance with them. And then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn interrupted. And basically said they could beat up the whole Raw roster if they wanted to. But they're men of honor, so they didn't. They're men of honor. And then Shane sets up the first match. That being Kofi Kingston... Versus Sami Zayn, controversial, controversial. Kofi Kingston picks up the victory here. Uh, I like the match. Yeah. Uh, Kofi hit like the weirdest springboard move I've ever seen, like ever. It was like he was daggering on the rope and then just like flipped over the rope. He did. He's been doing that. Really. Yeah, he's been doing that where he kind of I like. I don't remember ever seeing that.
1: Yeah, he has been doing that more and more where he kind of puts his body over the rope and just like
0: flips over. It. That's super weird, man. That yeah, was a he, super weird move.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think he he did it in their last match or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know maybe why.
0: I don't know why. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, he's it's yeah. But Kevin um, Owens attacked afterwards, and uh, him and they tried Zane- to. Him and Zayn yeah. ran off before New Day could attack them, but yeah, they tried to make a save, but it was too late. But controversy here so much, which I don't know. Like I don't understand. I don't even understand. Like I guess Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens got sent from sent home from the UK tour due to yeah, disciplinary saying, reasons. From this, yeah, their misconduct or whatever, and I, they refused to 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 work. They refused to like. I I don't. I don't know. I don't get it.
1: Is this a, is that the reason
0: WWE said, or is that what the the sites? No, that's were saying? what the sites were saying that they spoke. Okay, because I I hope that
1: WWE sure. gives a better reason out of they refuse to to bump and feed or whatever it is with New Day. Just don't use that insider terms with like apparently storyline. Tell me that they they refuse to ha- to step into the ring with well, New WWE's Day. not
0: going to say that they wouldn't use that. I hope not. I mean, but that's yeah, what you you're told probably me. probably so not I, even going to get response from WWE I on think, that. I think
1: that they should. And if they do, they should say Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens refused to have their step into the ring for their match against New Day that was set up. And due to – based off but of that – They did step into the ring for that well, match. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That I hope that they find some sort of a, be, a good reason because I think that that storyline would have worked, but yeah. It just—I don't—I don't, uh, I don't Randy,
0: understand. Like, I guess maybe Zayn and Kevin Owens were supposed to actually get beat down afterwards. I don't know. But that to me wouldn't make sense. What played here made it's sense to me. It's—it's it's stupid.
1: Randy Orton versus Rusev. It's Randy stupid. Orton. Pick up the, yeah, picks up the victory with the Archeo out of nowhere.
0: It's like um, yes. First of all, yeah. Randy Orton was supposed to be AJ Styles here. Rusev was supposed to have a match against AJ Styles to see if he gets on Team SmackDown. Then uh, AJ gets puts in the main event, but it's like, yes, okay, Orton's already on the team. Rusev can pick up a victory over, over Randy Orton, and then, no. Of course not. Nope. Nope. Of course nope. Rusev's not going to be on Team SmackDown.
1: Even though he should.
0: Such a dumb move. R- Rusev has a lot of potential, and
1: I I gotta say he's one of the most improved wrestlers in the ring. Yeah, we when used he used to
0: complain all the time. Now we oh, can't get enough for Rusev.
1: He we were ranting about his selling. I would try to defend his selling, and on and on and on. His selling used to be and, awful. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> but but the amount of improvement from him, even Big E, the amount of improvement. Yeah. Like you have to give so much credit for these guys, and I feel like they don't get enough credit with their in ring improvements.
0: But and it's, talk- it's so stupid. Rusev should 100% be on the team. And they're like, by the way, breaking news, John Cena. How? Why? Why does that make sense? How does that make well, sense?
1: Obviously, you didn't see his qualifying match
0: because you can't see him. It's so stupid. That's uh, the dumbest thing ever. No. Every every single person had like, oh, I want to be on Team SmackDown. You got to qualify. Oh, I want to be on Team you- SmackDown. I, you got to qualify. Here, face only- AJ Styles. Here, face Randy Orton. Oh, hey, Shane, I'm going to be on your Survivor Series. It's John Cena.
1: The only thing that I could say about this is that I really hope what I can see, maybe Rusev and Aiden English cost SmackDown the match alongside Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn because of their mistreatment. Maybe, Maybe it's not just going to be Zayn and Owens. Maybe Rusev and English will join them. But Becky Lynch in the next match picks up the victory over James Ellsworth in a intergender match, which was like the first real intergender match that we've seen in years. And it was I I, I thought it was good. I chain, enjoyed they, it. They chain wrestled. They had uh, James Ellsworth. Did he get too... Like he didn't throw any punches or like. But he. Dude, I was, was expecting.
0: It, I was expecting it to be a one sided match.
1: Yeah, but he he pushed her down to the ground, pushed her to the outside of the ring. Uh, And then, of course, he had had Naomi,
0: Tamina, Lana, and Charlotte out there ringside, basically acting as lumberjills or lumberjacks, whatever you want to call
1: them. Yeah, which I'm totally fine with. Then you have Becky working over uh, the groin region of James Ellsworth, which is always a smart thing to do when you want to get over. Uh, And then Ellsworth goes for a hug for Becky, being like, hey, it's okay, it's okay, and then gets put in the disarmor. Uh, for the win. And then Carmella.
0: Or would kicks- it, I mean, they, they said it on SmackDown. Would it have been to disarm him? Ah,
1: uh, okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. But then afterwards, Carmella argued with Becky and then, uh, kicked James Ellsworth in the face. Put him in his place. Yeah. But they're still together. We've seen, we've seen her treat him like that before. Well, we'll see what happens.
1: Um, uh, and, well, and then up-
0: backstage afterwards, Charlotte was talking to Shane and Natalya walked in. And then Shane booked a stupid match for next week on SmackDown between the two of them. The week of the pay-per-view for the championship. Yeah. So we could potentially be seeing Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss. I really hope Charlotte doesn't win the championship. It's so stupid to cut storyline like this, even though there's no... It's scrambling direction with your storyline here. Scrambling. But. Uh, tag team
1: titles on the line. Gable and Benjamin picked with victory over the Usos by count out.
0: Which yeah. I, like, I don't know. I think it was Jay Uso, but unless he was actually injured from Chad Gable's knee thing, uh, that ending does not make the, Us- the Usos look strong to face the bar. No, or, not at all. Uh, it doesn't make sense either. No, not at all. I think they should have been that like 100% dominant team over a team who's only been a team since August. They should have dominated that match.
1: I, I disagree. Maybe not dominate, but it should have been a match.
0: Not like fully dominated, but like... No, but it
1: should have been a match. Uh, the next match, title it just, match... It
0: just didn't make sense. You need them to look strong for Survivor Series.
1: No. Yeah. Uh, title match, AJ Styles picked up the victory over Jinder Mahal to become the new... WWE champion, uh, following the phenomenal forearm. Which is, what like, your take?
0: practically the only storyline that was written for Survivor Series was Raw vs. SmackDown, as well as Jinder Mahal challenging Brock Lesnar. They've had promos back and forth, and now it changed to AJ Styles. Yeah. Now like, what's your take I, on this there's, entire, rumors, uh, there's rumors that, like, Jinder might be injured, well well that's the thing. Jinder has has been injured. I mean I so that's I, the thing. Like if you well, knew can, he if you knew he was injured, then don't even set this up. Well,
1: I think that the thing I think that WWE from what I was reading, well, I've been reading a long time that Jinder Mahal has had an injury of the shoulder and that could be why he hasn't been wrestling. But I think that they were trying to stretch out his title reign till December when they go to India. But unfortunately, this pay-per-view comes up setting up a champion versus champion, and they're like, well, we can't put Jinder versus Brock Lesnar due to that shoulder injury. Too much of a risk.
0: I mean, they could always have have Jinder win it back in India.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they they may go with that.
0: But, I mean, if it's going to be a normal Brock Lesnar match, then that sucks. Um. But, like, of course, I, I want to see AJ Styles versus Lesnar. Yeah. I think that it would have been better for Nakamura versus Lesnar, but, I mean, not to say that AJ save Styles... That. Say it again?
1: I guess they're going to save that, maybe.
0: Yeah, just just because it's, like, been years in the making there. Um, well, they, they had the Japanese... The, well, that's New what Japan I'm Japan. saying. Like, years in the making, like, it was years ago. Yeah, and I think that was even before... Yeah, it that was, was before, before Nakamura, Nakamura was, like... The gimmick changed. Yeah. So, but, but I really, I do hope it's not just a normal Lesnar match. I agree
1: with I you. Wanna I, I want to
0: see them work. I want to see a good match here. I
1: agree. Hopefully it's an actual match. But, I mean, and what's your take? You didn't like that they spoiled it. I, I think mean, that, I yeah. They, I
0: think it, like, it's, first of all, they did that with the the tag team titles on Raw, too. But they put, spoiler title changes on raw i i hate that because it's like as you're watching raw there's only one title that gets put on the line.
1: exactly that's the thing too like it's like spoiler title change wait what do you mean title like there's only one <laughs> what wait
0: yeah it's like wait so what you, the hell what are you spoi- talking about there's so you only just
1: one... you just spoil insane title change you just spoiled like, it's like it, reminds say...
0: of, it reminds me of Curb Kirby Enthusiasm where Larry goes to see a psychiatrist or a psychologist or whatever. And the guy goes, look, I had a patient of mine one time. I'm not going to tell you his name, but he directed Star Wars. He did this. And it go, Larry goes, what are you talking about? He directed Star Wars. That's only one person. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like, it's like there's only one conclusion from telling me spoilers ch- title change. Yeah.
1: It's, it's awful. It's like saying... Uh, you're going to be going to see Spider-Man movie. Spoiler. The character that starts with an S ends with an N goes by the name of Peter Parker dies.
0: Um, I just, I, I that's why I, I hate stupid. these, I hate these uh, overseas shows when, because they're yeah. taped, they're always edited. Apparently Jason Jordan got the loudest booze possible. Well, even the boost you could verb you could hear
1: it was very audible. No, nah, but some,
0: nah, because they've added they added it they added and mute the stuff too. Well, I don't if know. Jay maybe man stuff got cut. Maybe, not maybe. It was confirmed uh, his stuff got cut. There was uh, weird edits in there. There was edits all over the place. Yeah. Well, all right. I mean, it's worth noting that it's like it was the first time the WWE Championship changed in the UK. But yeah, I it, that, honestly I don't I hate when they're tape shows. I I
1: disagree. I think that the um And I and think then next that... week
0: next week you got Baron Corbin versus um Baron Corbin versus Sinclair for the US Championship.
1: And this should be that Hair versus Max deal, but you know, let's
0: not capitalize on that. Is that gonna lead to that? Is that gonna lead to a title change?
1: I you know what? Who knows? Storylines all over the place. It's all it's, so it's such a mess. It it really is such a mess.
0: It's the Survivor series. We're not gonna write anything.
1: It's awful. And what you are writing, you keep on changing, you're just not making up your mind. It's awful.
0: Not only is it awful, it makes no sense. It, it just stop changing storylines. It makes no sense. No, it's just it, it's
1: tough to maintain a fandom when it just nothing carries through.: it's But just, it's super annoying.
0: Whatever. But let's move on to some shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Go give a
1: follow to Jonathan at Mr. John Faust. Thank you for promoting us this week. Also, go give a follow to Montreal Broski, Eric. He's the host of First Thing in the Morning. You could go check out his YouTube channel, his prowrestlingteas.com shop, and you could also check him out on Facebook. Which you should. Follow him on uh, Twitter, Broski 514 Also, go check out Shining Wizards Podcast at, at Wizards Podcast. And this week, they interviewed Joe Gacy. So go check out their uh, interview. You can listen to them at ShiningWizards.com. Also, check out their Pro Wrestling Tees shop. Also, check out TNA Creative at TNA Creative on Twitter. Uh, really awesome and funny Account that everyone should be checking out. And also Team Awesome 418. Go follow them on Twitter and uh, like them on Facebook. And check out their ProWrestlingTees.com shop as well. Hey, Brandon, any shout outs?
0: Brandon's shout out's gonna make you pregnant. First shout out is going to Shocker WWE Shop. Uh, positive thing this time, they actually released the Raw 25. 25- Shirt in every size, so cool. Thanks for doing that.
1: Hey, uh, there you, know you go. The
0: price was stupid. The price was twenty seven ninety nine. I got it on sale for the fifteen dollars because nobody should pay twenty seven ninety nine for a WWE Shop T-shirt.
1: No, I agree with you on that.
0: Next up goes to Conan. um I mean, it's awesome seeing him live. I'm glad they brought it back to New York City again, and I hope. I hope they bring it back next year for the New York Comedy Festival. Well, I'm glad that you were able to check it out and everything. Yeah, I'm happy I was able to go. Yeah. Oh, uh, then last shout out goes to Danny Tanner. Uh, not Bob Saget, but Danny Tanner. Because he was way ahead of the game with his schedule that he made on the episode for uh, the Tanner family when they went to Disney World on Full House. Mm hmm. Because, like,. Now with Fast Pass Plus and everything, it's like I, I I really do. I feel like Danny Tanner making all these reservations. What do you mean? It's, it's like so stressful. Like you gotta like make reservations for ride times and stuff
1: to That's get like awful. Fast
0: Passes. That I mean, it's, not, it's not. It's awful. It's good that they let you do it. You're not. You don't have to wait online for like three hours to get a, a, a ride. Yeah, but it's like. It's like it's nine a.m. Too early to go on the Tower of Terror. <laughs> I don't know. I've it, never I've never been on it before.
1: I don't know. It just seems bogus that you have to pay so much. Uh, you pay so much, and then you end up spending a good amount of time waiting online.
0: Well, that's it's the probably the the amusement park that gets the most visitors. Yeah, so you have to expect that. Yeah. unless you want to pay an extra amount of money for like those VIP tours, like think they have those where you could get on before everyone else uh no but yeah disney world is super expensive it totally is but But, i mean it's i mean it's in the end isn't the memory all you need to be worth it
1: uh
0: just some (laughs) depends on who you talk
1: to but yeah
0: yeah so Um, now it's time for before we do you're, that, you're, I also want to mention on Reputation the... being out today. Taylor Swift's What's that? new album being out today or no?
1: Yeah, there you go. You should <laughs> just purchase kidding. that if you I mean I only know three of the songs, but I'm waiting
0: for UPS to deliver my copy. That's what I'm waiting yeah. for.
1: On the eighteenth of November, just wanted to quickly mention Wrestle Circus, they're gonna be putting on their free event that you can find well free online. Free online. uh, twitch.tv slash Russell Circus. They have a huge card. It's going to be Brian Cage versus Keith Lee, Riddle versus uh, Gravara, Sabre Jr. versus Everett, Blanchard versus Green, Jacobs versus Page, and so many more. Joey Ryan, ACH, Shane Strickland. Um, Definitely go check that out. RussellCircus.com and on Twitter at Russell Circus. But, now it's time for our
0: is right our mark out moment of the week um i mean one of them aside from pete dunn being a surprise on monday night raw finding out the uk wrestlers are going to be that they were going to be on 205 live i popped for that i thought that was cool
1: yeah i think that's that's totally excellent for that i mean
0: i could have done without the enzo promo where some of them like sided with enzo 'Cause it kinda yeah. seemed like out of place. Like they made fun of him and then like or he made fun of them kind of and then like they were like, Oh, but we're all team team Enzo.
1: Yeah, it didn't make sense at times.
0: But yeah, so Kalisto defeated Jack Gallagher, that's a normal cruiserweight match. You had Cedric Alexander teaming up with Mark Andrews, defeating James Drake and Joseph Connors. And uh then you had Enzo Amore defeating Tyler Bate. Which yeah. was cool. Yeah,
1: totally. Uh the WWE, well, Pro Wrestling Universe marked out this week for that 3430 30 on Ric Flair put on by ESPN, which I was surprised
0: um, like at the amount of people who weren't interviewed. Mhm. Like I like I don't remember ever seeing Tully Blanchard in there. And mm-hmm. it's like how do you not have him? How do you not have Arn Anderson? I I don't know, but I thought it was very, very well done. Um, mm-hmm. They covered the TNA portion of Ric Flair's life for, like, a minute. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: I don't know. I I did not watch it, and I don't have any plans to watch it. Maybe that makes me a poor fan, but I don't care. Um, yeah, definitely not going to watch it.
0: But I'm it, glad it that... It sucks. They they covered, uh, like, Reed Flair's death and everything. Uh-huh. And... Rick said he had Reed over in Japan working and he had like tryouts with WWE whatever. And Triple H said like, look, we we, we tested, we tested him and this, this came up in his blood work. Mm-hmm. And he just said, Rick Flair would be in absolute denial. Like, no, no, no. It must've, must've been messed up or whatever. And Triple H like, look, like you're my friend for you. I will test him again. He knows yeah. when the test is. He knows, like, like you're going to be tested here. Yeah. Be clean. Gets tested. The results come back. There's even more in his system. Man. It's
1: like, it sucks. Um, well, to our listeners, don't do drugs. Yeah. It's highly stupid. So don't do them.
0: Uh, another mark out moment of the week, though I thought was cool. Um, during the impractical Joker show, they wanted to take a selfie with all the the house lights off and everyone's like phone flashlight on. And then when they were doing it, I think I think it was Q who said it was like, "Oh, this is some Wyatt stuff." And I thought it was That's cool because they're fans. Yeah, they've they've been seen on. They were on up up down down too.
1: Yeah. Uh... Also, mark out moment of the week: um, Chris Payne appearing on NXT this week uh, from WrestlePro. Um, yeah, he's definitely a wrestler to keep your eye on. Chris Payne, uh, check him out on Twitter. And Team, yeah, wishing him with
0: Sean Maluda.
1: To, I, I in my opinion, Maluda's a standout of that I, cruiserweight tournament. Yeah,
0: I think. I, yeah, absolutely. I, they, I, they they lost yeah. to Heavy Machinery. Yep.
1: But, yeah.
0: That was our show. Take us home, D.
1: Will, will, will. This is crime time. No. That, thank that's you.
0: yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, thank you that's very RVD. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it Brett Matthews? I don't I know. I don't know. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. Marking out 353 is concluded. Go listen to MarkingOut.com, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and Google Play. We appreciate it. Also, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com. Purchase a t-shirt. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Watch us on YouTube. Well, watch Brandon on YouTube, at least. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Send us an email. MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. Also, Twitter at MarkingOut at BTTG161 at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. And we wish you... The Best best of luck in your future endeavors Have a
0: Fantastic week